Here's a service announcement. If you listen to these podcasts, the beginnings are usually slower. I promise you the endings are always the best. <laughs> it's only 15 Stick minutes. Stick around. Please. Stick around. The best is yet to come. If you've never heard the outro music play, we, got, we have some questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> As always, before we get in, let's take a big deep breath and ground ourselves. Welcome back. I'm here again with my father. Say what's up. What's up? So you don't say hello, hello. I don't no, I, you say say what's up. Okay, say what's up. What's up, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, today here's what we're gonna talk about. I see. Okay, I go to therapy. A lot of my friends go to therapy. I see this pattern happen where, like, once you start going to therapy and you learn about psychology more and you learn about your own inner world, you start to like try to become a therapist for everybody else, or you basically try to fix everyone's problems so i'm wondering a if you've seen that and b what you think about it like this whole thing where someone tries to fix everyone around them after they've started like you know digging into their own inner workings is that something you've noticed oh yeah so much i had a conversation about it yesterday actually huh. it's very interesting because when people start to do the work and they start feeling better they want everybody around them to to do that because it feels Could, good. It, yeah. it feels good. And, but you become this walking commercial. Yeah. Oh, you got to do this. This is really you. I see what's happening with you. You got to go do it. It's not great. It's not effective. It's not good at all. It's coming from a good place. That's the tricky part. Because you really want people to get better, but it's very hard for people to hear it in that way. What I learned from it over the years, what I so I I stopped doing it and I started acting differently. And I I also recommend to my clients to how you know how to do how to deal with it well because they're all you know a few months into it they're like oh talk to my brother talk mm-hmm. to my wife i talk to my son i yeah. talk to that that, that, that. or my friends and then and people- they usually say yeah but it's not really happening very well i'm like yeah exactly or you talk to those people that they're talking to and they're like can you tell so-and-so to shut stop up to stop because that's all they talk about and that's just not comfortable yeah. and they analyze me and it's, it's that's yeah. that's my problem i started doing the therapy and i was like every conversation dinner parties everything i was like yo here's how you can fix yourself and people totally shut off i found a way more effective way to do it but i'm curious to hear your way first my way is very simple i know do you- nothing huh and act the way you learn mm-hmm. from your therapy. Yeah. And that's the best example. Yeah. And then people come to you and yeah. say, Sean, what happened? Right. You seem calmer, something lighter. <laughs> you seem like something's good going on in your life. Say, yeah, I'm doing therapy. Yeah, tell us more about mm-hmm. that. Best way to do it is just live your life, stay in connection, do your work. It's attractive. People come to you. People come to you. And I realized when I stopped preaching... A lot of people came to me and said, "Yeah, so you changed. You're not the same guy. Right? Uh, you're calmer. You're lighter. You're more loving. Um, you seem like you enjoy life more. How do you do it? Yeah. Well, you want to hear? Yeah, I want to hear. I want a piece of that. Yeah. Well, I do this. Play I hard to get. You play hard to get a little. No, bit. I don't play hard to get. I'm like you know. I play hard to get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, you're not ready yet. <laughs> oh, that's ego. that's fucked up. That's ego. <laughs> that's fucked up. That's your ego. Uh, no. So at that point, at that point, I have a client that's going to this exactly right now, and we talked about it yesterday, and she said, "Yeah, you know, I keep telling my sister, I keep telling my brother, I tell my friends." And people are just like not reacting well. And, and we talked about how to do it. And she said, yeah. I said, do you remember me? We knew each other before. And she goes, yeah, I remember you. I said, well, this is exactly the time that you got involved is because you, you asked me. Mm-hmm. So just do your work. Right. Do your work. That's the most 
that's that's the that's the proof in the pudding. That's the yeah. real action. It's just a practice. So our team doctor Zach, shout out Dr. Zach Boucher, he always says you have to just set the table for everyone around you, put the food out there, and you sit to eat by yourself. I love that because it's like you, even if nobody shows up at the table with you, you just set up and you eat and you chew slow and you practice every day. And you don't have expectations. Yeah. And don't, don't be attached to the outcome. Yeah. And don't expect things to just be you. I love it because he's saying like you set the table and there's always food there for other people. It basically means to me like it, there's always an open invitation. If someone comes in and sits down, boom, there's going to be a meal. Yeah. But eat. you can't advertise that meal. But you're not like, hey, you have to sit down and eat this because I made it and it's going to be really good for you. It's like, it's no. going to be very healthy. It's the best food out there. Yeah. You know, that's what you need. It's hard for people. Yeah. But people say, you know, I really, I'm looking at your plate. You're eating really healthy food and I actually see that you are doing really well. Right. And your body looks good and seem like you're in a good place. What are you eating? Mm-hmm. Come sit down. Yeah. Taste this. Taste that. I went on a trip with a bunch of friends I grew up with. And so we obviously went in like 20 different directions after 10 years of not being together. And so it was cool to all come back and go on a trip. And I remember thinking like, I really want to show them all these amazing things I've been doing and these practices I have. And I remember there was a moment where I was like, I learned my lesson. You can't force feed people this sort of stuff. I made a promise to myself before that trip that I wasn't going to try to force anything. And I messed up a few times. I'm not going to lie. I definitely got a little too aggressive. But for the most part of that trip, I would just do the things. And here's a really good example. When I sit down to eat, before I eat, I usually close my eyes and hold my plate. And for like a few seconds, sometimes like a minute, I'll just say thank you for the food. Like thank you for the earth and the people who cooked. Like just a moment of gratitude. Like give me the strength I need silently in my head. And then I eat. And they took notice of that. And they're like, yo, what are you? What is that? And I was like, God, I'm going to get so much shit for this. They're going to make fun of me. And like because I didn't say anything, I just did it on my own. They're like, that's interesting first time i did it then the second time i did it one of them was like you do that every every meal and then the third time he's like all right i got some questions and he started asking me questions and there was good questions he's like if you go on a date with the girl do you do that before and i was like yeah man like of course and so it was cool and then you could see he was like all right i'm, I'm seeing it i'm picking it up like i like that that's that's pretty cool and so it's just like this subtle act of just doing it, trusting that. Imagine you try to stop the meal. Oh, before we start, yeah. let's all take a moment to everybody go. Right. The spirit was shown yeah. in action. <laughs> you just do your thing. No, nobody's business. No, I'm not trying to influence anyone. That's exactly right. And maybe someone will do it. Maybe they'll do it with you eventually. Like, you know what? Let's take a moment to gratitude. And you know, sometimes I see that the influence happens. Somebody else would say it. Like it was their idea. Their idea. And that's okay. Because I'm about... The right thing should happen in the world. It's not about me being recognized for it. Mm-hmm. And I was about to say that. I actually see, I just thought of something. It's like when you are kind of forcing this on people, it almost puts in the question. It's like coming from an ego place. Yeah, your reason I'm better for doing than it. But, it. but even I'm better than you, but also like I'm unsure of it a little bit. It's like you kind of need some validation. You need reinforcement. Right? Yeah. You're like, hey, everyone should do this, right? You guys like this. It's It's almost kind of like a shaky... When you don't have any question about what you're doing and why you're doing it, you don't need to like have anyone else do it. You know. And I'm just thinking like, damn, when I go and try to f- push this on other people, it's totally like because I'm unsure of it or I want some validation. This is right. It's know? so exactly right because I, I feel like sometimes I want things, so I chase them. And when I chase them, I'll never get them. When I stop chasing them, I'm just living my life slowly trying to leave them right, right. And I'm all of a sudden there. I'm like, oh, I'm already here. 
Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice. It's not, it's not a big deal. Why, why was I chasing it? I'm already here. And now I'm not even sure I want it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you wanted it for the wrong reasons. Right? I wanted to be recognized. I wanted to be yeah. seen. That's my ego. That needs to be seen. Totally. It needs to be a pat on the back. And, you know, I want to lead this thing. And I want people to listen to me. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to lead anything. I'm just going to do my thing. And if stuff comes to me, I'll react to it then. And just become and and cool and collected and wise and just just do your thing and then if, if it comes to you great if it's not don't, don't pursue it mm-hmm. and i'm thinking like the therapy piece it's interesting because people go to like therapy and start doing inner work and it feels so good like it is so liberating once you really start to like understand some of your inner workings more that it makes sense you'd want it for everyone else and so like is that ego or is that like uncertainty when when we're going to therapy and then pushing it on other people or like because it does come from a good place it's just yeah well i think that if you feel something good about if, if you're doing something that's good you want people to people you love you want them to share it yeah too so you do yoga and it's like amazing you start telling people wow well, recommend doing yoga it. it's like amazing it's yeah. like my body's open i feel more my back pain is gone look i, I can touch my toes <laughs> and i feel more energetic during the day and more calm right so you you, you want people to know which is one way to do it, which is good. Or you're just being more calm and being more aware. And people say, hey, what's going on with you? Like, you know, I'm just, we're doing a lot more yoga. It's really helpful. And that's another way of teaching, right? Mm-hmm. By behaving. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's coming from an ego place. What you said was when you're kind of pushing an ID, is there something also about trying to get validation for that ID? Yeah. Um, Especially leave when that ID. Be that ID. Be mm-hmm. the change you want to be in, you want to see in the world. Be that. And then people will be attracted if it works for them. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, because I'm also thinking like when I push my agenda on people, it's usually I take something and then I make it my own, my own version of that. And that's what I'm pushing on them. I'm like, yo, there's this really cool thing called gratitude. Look how I do gratitude before I eat. You should do that too. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> calm down, bro. Yeah, it's not really up to you to tell people to be grateful. But if you're grateful, be grateful. And maybe people ask you, you say, yeah. I don't think you should just eat right away. A lot of energy was put into this food before it got to the plate. I want to honor that. I want to honor my body and not eat too fast. I, I just I, I'm taking more space in my life to be grateful for the little things. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and if there's food in front of me, we take it for granted nowadays. Food just shows up in front of us. Yeah. You know how hard it was 200 years ago to yeah. have a plate of food in front of you. Try eat 200 chickens a year, like 100 years ago. Try do that. We probably eat so many, like, think about the meat we eat. It just shows up. Like, you're not hunting it, or it just shows up. Try to do that when you have a stick. Exactly. And so when when you get a plate of food in front of you nowadays, it's such a, it's almost like expected. It's like you take it for granted. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful that you stop and say it's so much energy got into this. Someone, you know, an animal gave its life. People worked on it. Mm-hmm. People had to move it and bring it and cook it and prepare it and serve it. So, wow, I really appreciate all this energy that's going to give me energy mm-hmm. to live my life. Can I be grateful for the energy that was put into this plate of food to energize me? And can I use this energy to and, push love out, to move the world forward? And and what do I do with that energy that, that I get from the food? Yeah. So it's this like deeper understanding, realization of your life and the world around you. There's more mindfulness to it. And I think that's exactly what's missing in the world because we just take things for granted and we sucking the, the, everything out of the earth without even realizing what, mm-hmm. what it's doing. So there's something very important in stopping and recognizing and appreciating. Not to mention there's like biology that says when you stop, 
before you eat and you start smelling the food and you give yourself a second enzymes get released digestive enzymes get released that help you know you start to salivate what's sal what's saliva saliva is the enzymes that break up the food in your mouth your stomach starts to produce more digestive enzymes not a doctor don't quote me on on a lot of this but i think there is a lot of science that supports like giving yourself a break so your stomach and your mouth and your body can prep to like digest food we're getting sidetracked i think we should end this episode on by reversing the subject if someone you love is doing a bunch of inner work and they keep coming to you and they're like, hey, you should fix this. Or, you know, what I was thinking is when you say this, what's wrong is like your dad and your mom didn't love you. And you're like, great. Thanks for that. What's a good way to receive that sort of energy? I think asking them what it was doing for them. Try to put it. OK, so you don't, you don't know that. Tell me. Tell me about your process. What did it do for you? How do you feel better? And OK, I'll think about I think about how I want to approach it for myself, but I appreciate your sharing. I think some of it also, maybe some of it comes from a place of, and I'm thinking about it, that you want to share with people how great you're doing. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm doing great. I'm doing Ooh, great. I'm so much better. I'm doing bingo. great. So, bingo. Because you're not so sure you're doing great. So maybe you want to share what you're doing great, or maybe you are doing great and you want to tell everybody about it. Okay, let's sum this episode up. So we started, the initial question was like, if you know, there's this pattern when people start to look at their own inner world and then they understand it better, they start to also understand human psychology more, then they try to fix everyone around them. And we deduced that the best way to really, if you're experiencing that and you ask yourself, are you pushing this on people too hard? Because if you are... I think a a really powerful way to help more people look within is to just be an example of it. Exemplify this inner curiosity and and do your practices. When people see you practicing every day, that's probably the most effective way to pull them closer. Am I losing it here? Set me straight. Uh, I would say if you feel things are doing better for you, enjoy them and live them. And trust that the way you are it is helping people see a change. We are very aware of what's around us. When people get calmer, when people get more embodied, when people get more grounded, when they move in a different way, we notice, we take notice. So just be who you are. And if you want people to follow it and you think it's good for them, only share if they ask you, for the opinion, for, for what's going on. Mm-hmm. Don't push things on, on anybody that's not ready to hear it, you know? You can't go bring an orchestra to someone that can hardly listen to a flute. Mm-hmm. So you start preaching about the wonderful things and it's too much for people. Mm-hmm. So if they come and ask you, okay, let me play you a little flute. Can you hear it? Okay, good. So go, maybe you should do this if you want to hear it. And if you, you want to hear, hear one more, more maybe add the guitar, you know, and then slowly they can hear more and more. Yeah, I think it's about you appreciating what's happening for you and realizing that you are affecting your environment and your surrounding and your community and your people anyways. We all have a very big impact on people around us. We don't even notice. We don't even realize it. Just do the work. People will see it. Love it. I think you summed that up a little better than me, so way to save that one right there. Thank you for listening again. We appreciate you spending some time every week with us, and we'll see you back here for the next episode.